0: hey y'all welcome to backstage with joy leah i am here with my wonderful father and we are going to talk about black family legacy so you guys just sit back relax and make sure you enjoy this show hey you guys again welcome back to backstage with joy leah i have mr henry pippins here and we are going to talk about black family wealth he is a financial expert so he's going to tell us a little bit about how to basically have black legacy and you know wealth and i'm just creating different i would say streams of income and I'm just gonna let him explain it, okay? So (laughs) I'll get a little bit messed up with the conversation, but father, dad, tell us about yourself.
1: Well, first of all, I'm I'm happy to be here with my beautiful daughter, Joy Leah. I'm just so proud of her. She's grown up to be a wonderful, uh, smart, uh, industrious young lady, and I'm just, Happy to call her my daughter and I love her to death. Oh, but we're um that. we we're just talking about we had a conversation about black family wealth and and as Joy knows I mean for the last forty years I've been in the insurance industry and that has been you know part of the uh, my experience in the financial industry and of late I've started my own uh, financial practice and i um basically counseling people i'm gonna try to move, i'm gonna move you, this good. Now. <laughs> you
0: good we do have our masks everyone yes. you know yeah. due to covid so but we are family so we're gonna i'm taking minds off okay. go ahead
1: <laughs> so but i i've been in the financial industry for the last 40 years and uh and also been in the ministry as most of you know for <laughs> the last 40 plus years (laughs) as well. And I've taken an approach where I've tried to educate, especially the black community on um, financial wealth and um, financial management, because it's important because our lives here on earth, we have to manage our money if we want to, you know, live a productive and prosperous life. So um, this has been an opportunity for me, especially to work with my family and the people of god to uh, further their um, financial position in today's
0: society okay and um give us a little bit of your you know credentials and your expertise so people understand why and you know you have this information
1: okay why well, um <laughs> like i said i've been in the um, financial service industry for about 40 years right. but i um I didn't go to uh, undergrad for finance. I actually, my undergraduate degree is in-
0: Economics.
1: Uh, well, economics and Christian oh, education, Okay. as you know, but I do have my MBA in finance okay. um, from Babson. And I've used that to uh, not only further my, you know, financial uh, uh, experience as well as my, my financial involvement but, um, I've also used that to further our own family, uh, wealth and development.
0: Okay. All right. So what are some ways that the black community can create wealth?
1: Well, the, the first thing that I would say that that is critical for black families and the black community is to get some financial literacy financial understanding and one of the biggest problems i see is a lot of black families are just not educated on what they should be doing especially um, black christian families because you know that a lot of people don't realize that as christians you know jesus uh, other than heavenly and the afterlife teachings jesus taught more about money and finances than anything else right so it's important for us to know how to manage our money what to do with our money how to earn money how to use money and if we can get uh, that type of education and literacy i think um, we'll go a long way to further our understanding of what we should be doing with money and how to gain wealth
0: why do you think jesus taught mostly on that do you think
1: well my understanding is to live on this earth you have to have goods, you have to have means, uh, you have to interact with other people and you have to uh, have a place to stay. I mean, the, the Bible talks constantly about food, clothing and shelter, which are necessities you need, but they aren't just given to you. You right. have to, in a lot of cases, uh, earn them, build them, pay for them. And so that's done by money right. and finances. So. That's why he talked about it, because it's a necessity to live and survive here on Earth.
0: And you think he wanted everybody to have a better understanding so they can live, I guess, a prosperous life here on Earth.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, a lot of people don't realize it in the book of Genesis. If we not only do we uh, first learn about money and I think the second chapter of Genesis, we learn about money and uh, uh, different means of money use. But we also learn in the book of Genesis, the importance of saving, the importance of of, um, taking care of your, your bills and your responsibility. I mean, that's in the first book of the Bible, which a lot of people don't even, they overlook it because it's in, you know, different circumstances than we see today. But it's important and it's mentioned right from the beginning.
0: That's true. That's true. So, how can a person, you know, these new practices and what are the things that we need to do to start creating wealth and, you know, for our generation? I wouldn't even say for the next year, for us.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I think one thing that's very important that's really lacking in our community is that we have to learn how to properly use money and how to properly uh, manage our money. One of the first things, as I said already in the Bible, it talks about saving. You know, it's a book, it's a story in in Genesis about Joseph and how the the whole kingdom of Egypt was saved because they learned how to save money and put money away for the famine famine or the bad years. And, the, the fact is there are going to be good years and they're going to be bad years. I mean, if you look at the history of our country over the last, at least last hundred years and probably the whole time of our country, we've had about every seven to 10 years, there's been a recession or there's been a boom. And that's pretty much the way it's been throughout history. If you look at the story I was talking about in, in the book of Genesis with, with Joseph, There were seven good years and then there were seven bad years as a matter of fact the seven bad years were so bad that they ate up all of the the good in the in the seven good years and we find that that's the same way um, it's been going going recently i mean you look at the current pandemic there were people that you know were making big money but they got laid off and some people within 60 days you know they were ready to you know get on the welfare line which is really ridiculous and one of the reasons is because people don't save money especially people in our community people try to compete with everybody else you know to drive what everybody else is driving and to wear what everybody else is wearing and to have on their bling bling so that they can look like there's something he when, just learned
0: that word <laughs> when
1: when in essence if we would learn to save uh, and if we were learning to seconds. save, save, save on a regular basis. I mean, every dollar that you take in, there's a percentage of that that you should be saving. Yeah. I mean, that's just a that's a just a good practice and it's a it's a biblical practice. But if people can just learn to do that, I guarantee you when the bad times come, and they will come. I mean, it's it's guaranteed you're gonna have good years and you're gonna have bad years. But if people can learn to put something away for every dollar they take in so if you take in ten dollars put it put a dollar put two dollars away and if you can learn to do that i'll guarantee you that in the long run not only will you be able to survive the the the, the difficult times but you'll be able to help other people and that's the biblical principle if we learn i mean it taught in genesis if we can learn to put away 20 percent of our income we're guaranteed that during the difficult times, you'll thrive and people will come to you for help because the blessing of the Lord will be upon your life.
0: I never thought about it. That deep, I would say, you know, you think about, you know, they say, you know, save that $1, you know, if you get $10, but it's more like, oh, just for a rainy day but didn't think about that maybe one day you could be helping somebody else with that money because in these times it's in those big jobs, like you said, and it's just, the tides are just turning. It's just really, really crazy right now. And that was going to kind of be like my next question. I was like, you know, with the holidays going on, COVID and everything going on, how can a person save right now? Or I get what you're saying with the, you know, you know, starting now, but today what can a person do to start saving or you know kind of to have a more thriving life during you know the pandemic times
1: well what i would say and this is a pretty basic teaching joy and it's something that i learned when i was a little boy and it's something that i've tried to teach you all as you're growing up even though a lot of people still don't get it <laughs> hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> but whatever you make i don't care if it's five dollars i don't care if it's three dollars i don't care if it's a hundred dollars but whatever you make put something away okay regardless now the thing is it doesn't have to be you don't have to put 20 away i mean if you can put 20 away That's good. do that but if you can only put two percent away put that away and if people can just learn that basic principle you're guaranteed that during the difficult times you're going to have something because the difficult times are going to come and see that's the thing that people don't calculate is it they think when things are going good it's going to always be like it's that. going to always be like that and that's not the case i mean it's, it's a true. basic principle that they're going to be good times and they're going to be bad times so The principle of putting something away each time you take something in, that's the principle that supports the difficult times. And I'll guarantee you every time you take some money in, if you don't put something away, I guarantee you that you're going to waste something. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what you wasted, if you had to put that away first, and I'm not talking about putting away and giving it to somebody. I'm saying put it away. It's for you. Right. It, it's not going anywhere.
0: Yeah. Put it away. Yeah.
1: Because if we can learn to put it away, and then we can learn some basic financial practices of investing or yeah. saving or or maybe even buying something, buying real estate, buying something that you have equity in, not like a, a wasting car, asset, right. like yeah. a car, but a, a asset that is an equity asset like a home or property or land that's
0: going to make some money yes
1: or it's that's going to increase in value just by you not doing nothing but owning it okay it's it's an investment asset it's something like that you're guaranteed that in the long run you're going to be better off and it's it's one of the simplest principles for us to understand but it's one of the hardest things to do but all i'm saying is that regardless of what it is you make little you make small put something away yeah. and you're guaranteed that it's going to return to you more and that's true way.
0: and i i do agree a little bit on putting something away because i wasn't a big putter put anything away but my job was matching and i was putting that little bit of money away and everybody swear my father gave me money for my house but i had my own down payment for my house because money i put away Praise okay Lord. years ago <laughs> and literally couple years later, I had all of it to put down and still got some. So it is even that little 2%, 4%, 5% that I was putting away that I didn't, you never saw it. And like you said, you would waste money on it anyway. And it was just getting put away. And years later, hopefully when my kids go to school, I'll have that and some other um, mutual funds that I can use because it is put that little bit away. It'll go a long to way.
1: To to that point, Joy, that, that, what you just mentioned. Anybody that has a job that's going to match your money mm-hmm. that you put away. I mean, that's free money. <laughs> it's free money. It is. So if somebody's going to match up to 6% or up to 3% or whatever, take advantage of that. Take advantage of that and get that free money because then that free money will start to multiply to more, for more money. Mm-hmm. And it's the same principle with the 401k with getting free money is if you put something away for your own money, because in the long run, you will be able to invest that in something else Yeah, that's going to eventually make you more money. So it's just, it's just starting somewhere. And you may say, Oh, I don't, I don't have enough to put away. Oh yes, you do. If you make anything, <laughs> yeah, you have to say in your mind, yes, I have to put something away, even if it's just a fraction something because in the long run it's going to be be equity
0: in the bank for you that was going to be my next question so with this bling bling generation sir how do we live below our means i mean how do we start because i'm not going to blame our parents some of our parents not mine well not my father but some of our parents they they you had the escalates and they had all this stuff going on and you did too. But how do you live below your means? You know, when, well, where do you start? Like, but you, you, you have to listen to what you're saying.
1: You're not living below your means. You're spending less than you make. Okay. That, the, the key is spend less than you make. That's okay. all you're trying to do. It's not living below your means because most people, if they took, or if they took 3% or whatever, and they put that away and they didn't spend everything they make, you're not necessarily living below your means. You're just budgeting. You're taking part of that and you're putting it away. So we live in a generation that it's not that people are trying to live below their means. They're trying to live like somebody else that they see. And it's not our responsibility to be like somebody else, We're to be who God made us to be and who God blessed us to be. And if God gave you any kind of good sense, you'll learn that the only person that's going to take care of you in the long run is you. <laughs> so then when you take, when you get something in your hands, put someone away, you're not putting it away for somebody. You're putting it away for you because in the long run, nobody's going to take care of you, but you. Right. So you, that's not living below your means that's making room for yourself. So it could be a blessing to yourself because (laughs) the the best person to bless is yourself. Well, the best best person to bless is the Lord. (laughs) But then after that is you. Okay.
0: I know I I think people got it wrong. You know, they want to bless the world with, whatever but no well, if you so, learn
1: to bless yourself you can be a blessing to the world but you can't bless the world if you broke <laughs> that's,
0: true. that's true that is very much true so what are some things um that you've done i would say what are um some practices that you've done over the years that have you know given you wealth or um given you an upper head when it comes to um creating black wealth for your family well
1: as you know um over the years i've had a number of businesses uh, that i invested in and remember an investment is you you put money in oh, so that in the long term you can get money out so a lot of times we've um you know we've invested in things that it maybe it took a few years for us to get our money back as as you know we've um we own, our family owns a number of coffee shops. Mm-hmm. We own some in Missouri. We've also, uh, you know, own Coomba Coffee uh, here in the Georgia area uh, that is just opened during the pan- pandemic. A lot of people wonder, well, how, how in the work can you open a business during the pandemic? pandemic? It's because we've invested our money so that in the bad times, we would have something to spend. But people need to learn to invest. I think it's important, but you could you can only invest when you have money to make. Right. So it all it still all goes back to the the key principles of saving, um, being prudent, not trying to be like everybody else. Prudent. Right. But being, you know, focused on what your goals are and if you want to put away 5% or whatever, you know, do that consistently, do that religiously. And do you find that you then you'll have money to do what you want to do? Now, I don't know if I kind of went around, yeah. but that's, I guess the issue is you got to learn to invest in other things before you can get a return. Everything's not going to be given to you. But if you can learn to invest and put time, effort, and money into the things that you want to do, you'll find that the return will come sooner
0: or later. Okay, so it seems like which is, you know, a little bit different than from other people that I speak to. You're always looking into the future and looking into the next generation and stuff like that when it comes to your finances. A lot of people look into today and look into, you know, you know, me, me, me. But it seems like, you know, you're doing, you know, things just a little bit different. Where did that mindset come from? Did it come from I, I mean I, I know you weren't poor growing up but where did it come from to make you wanna was it something that you learned or just something that you always did
1: well um we we've come from and you've come from a an educated uh legacy i mean our our families you know mo- a lot of black families have just had one or Two generations have gone to college. I mean, we've come from generations that were educated, so we we have known for some time about you know opportunities to invest, grow, and and do things that are going to further um, better you in life. So um, I didn't necessarily learn about business uh, from my father or mother, but what I did learn from my father, one thing I did learn is he taught me how to save money. <laughs> I was nine years old and he took me, I had a paper route. He took me, to, after I got my first paycheck, he took me to the bank and he said, put some of that money in the bank. And I never forgot that. And so from that, that's where I got the the saving mentality. But I've taught you and your siblings, you know, how to prepare for the future. And we have to learn to prepare for the future because you're going to have good times and you're going to have bad times. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. So I'm not sure if I'm fully answering your question here, but it's something that I've learned, you know, bits and pieces that I've gotten from my from my parents, but it's something that I've learned is prudent. The I guess the other thing I would just add to that is that I've learned from my knowledge of the scriptures that these are the important things to do for the future and you have to prepare for the future. And uh, the Bible teaches us to be prudent. Mm-hmm. It teaches us to be, uh, not to be cheap, but to be prudent uh, with our spending and, you know, not to try to, um, be like everybody else and compete like everybody else or to be like everybody else, but try to do what God has blessed you to do and use the abilities that he's given you to use. And if you do that, God will bless you and then you can continually be a blessing.
0: OK, well, it seems like you're very secure here. So <laughs> seems like you don't nobody need to tell you nothing. You got it. So. <laughs> He said, I'm fine with myself. So that's good. That's good. Well, I mean, I think people just, more people need to hear this because I've heard it every day, y'all, and I'm still me, but it's it's good to, you know, know that, you know, it's people out here that really want to guide us and let us know that it's not always about that. I mean, I have one parent that is like all the way over there and the other parent, that's, that's him, but you know, it's it's crazy, but I'm, you know, we're trying to work it out here, but it's good to have the knowledge and to know somebody that I can go to. And I was talking to Star about that when she was talking about the Kumba coffee and, you know, she had her thing and what she wanted to do and it, nobody told her, could tell her anything, but partnering with you and her mom made her open up and be a little bit more creative and do stuff different than how she would normally do it. But it was more of a guidance to help her to be successful. And a lot of us would try to go the long road on our own and think we know everything when it's somebody here that really can help us to, you know, save up and do something good for the next generation. So, I really appreciate you being on my show and, you know, just explaining this type of stuff to the next generation cuz a lot of us don't know this. We're too busy trying to keep up and with the Joneses, and we've heard that for years, but I'm tired of keeping up with the Joneses, you know? it's <laughs> it's getting to the point where it's like, especially after this pandemic, I mean, a lot of eyes have opened up for a lot of my friends and people that we know, like, it's, it's the tables have turned, I would say, but if we were doing some of these practices seven to 10 years ago, when, what, I guess when we was in that first recession in 2008, it was right. the Great Recession in 2008. So when that happened, if we, and we were just actually starting to get jobs then. But if we would have known, which we don't know, but now I know. It may be a couple of hard years and then be maybe another seven good years, but in 14 years I'm going to be ready for, <laughs> you know, for the next thing that's going to happen. Because that's something I didn't know either that I didn't even think about, but you've lived a long life and you've notice that
1: and And the important thing is you you talk about 14 years or seven years because it's it's a pattern but the time to start is now right that's what people don't understand okay if you say well i'm going to start saving when i make more money right or i'm going to get life insurance when i start
0: get older when,
1: when i get older yeah the time is now you know, it's a scripture that says now faith is the substance of things, hold for the evidence of things not seen. Same. Now's the time. If you if you put anything off for the future, in some cases, the future is never going to come. So you have to realize that now's the time. So as far as saving money, now's the time. Even if you can only save a dollar a week, now's the time. Life insurance, mo- most most. Uh, black families start from scratch each generation with, whereas, nothing. with nothing. whereas white families and other other races for generations they've passed money down to each generation through life insurance yep. and 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 through um, uh, putting funds money. And fun, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: build real estate yeah or like that. emergency
1: funds or savings funds that they yeah. had that got turned over to the family. But most black families, ninety percent of black families, start from scratch each generation, and everybody's starting over. So that's why we're we're trying to educate people, get life insurance, even if you can get a minimal amount, so that you can leave some legacy Mm -hmm. for the next generation, even if it's just a fifty k, right, fifty thousand dollars. Now it doesn't sound like that much, but I don't know about you, but. I would have been pretty good if I started off (laughs) with with, with $50,000 or with $100,000 or, you know, people can buy, you know, life insurance at a young age for very cheap prices, you know. And once you lock in, you know, just like, as you know, um, my granddaughters, your daughters, we've got them life insurance policies. They can now, regardless to what health conditions they have what they go through, they now can be guaranteed to get life insurance at those type of rates for the rest of their lives. And so then they can leave something for their children, okay? <laughs> we can leave something for our children, but the time to do it, it is, now. is
0: now. Yeah, like I was um, Savannah, and Savannah was talking about, you know, she's in ninth grade. How, You know, how she was asking how I paid for college and everything, and I was like, I was blessed. She was like, what am I going to do? And I was like, I don't even I won't even worry about it right now. But the only reason I could positively say that is because I know that I've put something aside that she can use with her life insurance. She can use it for college. I can dip into, you know, 401k or whatever I have if I need to. But because you said start now, which was however long ago that we started, that those funds she can use if she want to go to college right. so at least she won't have that debt because a lot of you guys do have that college debt and if you would have started with an extra 50k Absolutely. you wouldn't have that and you wouldn't be paying that what 120 you guys pay every month and <laughs> as you know
1: i mean i had put money away uh when you were younger so then when you went to college you did you graduated no loans no debt Know anything is because you know the Lord blessed me with the knowledge to put the money away for the lean years. And believe me, when you went to college, (laughs) you because it was you and your brother, and at the same time, those were lean years. But neither one of you have any college loan, any college debt. It's because the Lord blessed us, and the Lord gave me the sense enough to put the money away for those. For those years those years
0: that's good and i mean i'm glad that lord gave me sense enough to have a father to tell me to put this money away from my kids as well because it's nothing like not having to worry about that especially standing those financial aid lines i'm just telling you guys, it was really good to me <laughs> <laughs> it was really really good but okay so how could um okay so we talked about um everything that we need to do and how to get involved in everything so we want to know your information you know i'm I'm not saying we're going to start emailing you or anything like that but you know i know you have your financial practice you're also working with Thrive It and stuff like that how can people you know get in contact with you or other people that can you know help them with these financial issues
1: well is it, this the time for me to make a
0: yeah a plug. Don't <laughs>
1: well uh <laughs> My financial practice is. Um, oh, look at the I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm located right here in uh, in Douglas County. Yeah. Actually, Coomba Coffee um, is the same location where my financial practice is. My address is one two four one one Veterans Memorial Highway, Douglasville, Georgia three 30- zero.
0: One three five, I think. <laughs> uh,
1: or you can reach me uh, via telephone at 904-864-2149. And we do everything from life insurance to investments, to annuities, uh, to really I can do any type of investment or um, college savings plans or we can uh, we can do uh commercial loans, um, all of the, those type of um, financial arrangements we um, do in our practice. Yeah. And we're, uh, we also um, do financial training, financial literacy training here. Uh, we have a nonprofit that is associated with the coffee shop. It's called Total Life Training, where we do uh, financial literacy training. We're actually doing a course right now. Um, At Cornerstone Baptist Church, we're doing it virtually uh, on uh, uh, Christian financial concepts and we're teaching people how to um, not only manage money, but to understand uh, how to use money, ways to save, um, ways to um, prepare for the future, uh, all different types of financial uh, information. But one of the issues and we, you know, I don't want to go into it again but one of the issues in the black community is that there's a lot of illiterate financially um financially illiterate african-americans that really just don't know what to do with money or how to manage money and we try to help educate our folks on the proper use of money proper management of money and preparing for the future and um black family legacy so that's something that we um we're offering uh free here at um at through kumba coffee through our um, nonprofit, which is total life training so um uh, you can get more information from joy on that and or uh you can contact us at, here at kumba coffee uh, at in douglasville
0: all right. All right. Well, that's good to know everyone. Daddy, again, I really appreciate you being on my show. Um, I really wanted everybody to listen to him because I just get so much knowledge from him. I tell all my friends about him, I tell my co-workers, everyone. So I just wanted, you know, some people to see where I got some of this stuff from because they swear I, they swear it's like, where do you get this stuff from? Him. My mama too, but I really appreciate that. Um you just you give giving a this shout knowledge. Out to your mother she's, <laughs> she she's got her act together too. <laughs> She yeah, it took a while, but still. <laughs> but um I just really wanted And um, your mother's one of my clients. I know <laughs> like, I know <laughs> she, she got her act. She can bring some more people still. over because trust me, she people want to know her secrets too. But I do appreciate you know, you just giving this knowledge and um explaining how to basically gain financial wealth so you guys can always hit me on at joy leah at gmail.com you can always follow me at joy leah on ig and joy underscore leah on facebook again i appreciate you guys for listening into our show today live at kumbas coffee again with expert henry pippins talking about black family legacy again you guys have a wonderful night thank you miss diane for listening in and for talking and all the listeners that was listening in tonight you guys have a great one